What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted little piano at the 50, high running down, Houston football, and I think Houston victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 267 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave and brought to you by our good friends uh, over at Fansided and, of course, Just Blog Baby, where we are the official Raiders podcast. We appreciate them and all that they do to uh, support our show here at Raiders Fan Radio. So we appreciate you very much, Raider Nation, for checking in. Normally, I would use this time right now to shout out the chat, but we ain't got no chat. No chat. No chat. no chat. Oh, man. Because <laughs> we're pre-recorded live. And so, uh, uh, as I mentioned, my name's Murph, and this is Raiders Fan Radio. Well, I don't do this show alone. I do this show with uh, with two folks today. Yes. Uh, one to my right who adorns the Western Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave Desk. He is my best friend and yours. He is Swag Jeff. Well, yeah. What up, Swaggo? Oh, my gosh, man. It's so good to be here. Man, I, I, I got to get used to that. It's kinda... I got to get used to the to the Western Annex thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I've got some things shuffled around in here. And, in fact, one of the reasons that and we're... I can see you better. 
I, and I can see you. Well, yeah. Yeah. And one of the things, we, we, we're we not live because we're kind of doing a test run here. We've got a bunch sure. of new gear, a bunch of new equipment, uh, a new setup, a new kind of everything in here. So we're going to make sure everything went, went worked worked well yes. uh, before we go live. So even though you're watching this at the normal time, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on the YouTubes, uh, we have pre-recorded this. So, uh, But we will be back uh, next week uh, and for sure. For the Halloween special. The Halloween special. That'll be on October 24th. Yeah. And Jeff, speaking of Halloween, what a great uh, uh, segue Absolutely. to introduce our third person in the booth tonight. Swag Ab- Jeff, who do we got? Absolutely. Well, you know, so 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 I'm your best friend in theirs. Right? Yes, yes. So my best friend in yours in the southern annex of the western annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk. She's not safe for work, but she's safe in the fan cave. It's <laughs> Michelle Swag. <laughs> Yeah, hey, How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. All right. So well, I'm going to put you on the spot here, right? Oh, okay. Stop the show. Okay. All right. So Jeff and I, uh, post, we weren't because we weren't going to do a show last week because it was the bye week. And so, uh, but post game, we felt so down and out when we were so. Uh, oh. oh, that's my son calling. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we were so so down and out, so dejected mm, yeah. that after that Chiefs game, we had to have a therapy session. Yeah, so totally. Jeff and I, we had a, we had a fun little therapy session for those of you that that I think the people that got it really got it and loved it. Though <laughs> I did hear from a few folks and be like, "What are you guys doing?" Like <laughs> it was definitely a break from our format. But anyway, so was we was it wasn't that was much it of a though? break. Yeah, that's true. We're all that's, doing we're always doing stupid shit. That's, that's yeah. very true. That's <laughs> a good point. Right? I mean, that's right. a good point. But it was it was pretty fun to do the therapy session. So look, yeah. that's episode yeah. two hundred sixty six. So go back and listen to the therapy session, and that's Jeff and I talking about what happened. But you heard from us. But Michelle, we have not heard from you. So um, the PG thirteen version <laughs> of how you felt after the Chiefs game. You know, it's hard to say now because then I was sad sacking really hard. Like it was like one of those oh shit. Like how I don't even really want to think about the Raiders so but now um after the session I watched it I was getting tattooed actually and you guys helped me like I was that was like physical pain there was the emotional pain I was able to really just flesh it all out and um watching that really helped a lot of the same things that you guys said I was thinking to myself but now listen the hope's been restored and I'm feeling really really let's go let's go let's go well, it was the second best weekend we've had in all of Ooh, all the regular yeah, season, yeah. right? Because we didn't lose. <laughs> we didn't right. lose. That's right. And the donkeys lost, which yeah, is always that fun. Was that was yeah. nice. You know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so <laughs> I'm with you, and, and I'm kind of with you. I'm yeah. off. The, I'm, I'm away yeah. from the ledge. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling better about it. We're going to get into the rest of the okay. season here in a minute. But uh, Jeff, you the same way? You oh. kind of you feeling better now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Where? We're still going to make the playoffs. We're making the damn playoffs. Absolutely. All right, so here at the top of the show, uh, this is uh, episode number 267, as I mentioned. And so we always take our episode number and refer it back to something significant within Raider Nation. And the man who handles that duty for us is the one and only Swag Jeff. There you go. Get your own applause. I got to. I got to, man. So, so yeah. So, as Murph said, each and every... We have new we have new toys in here if you can't tell. I know. So uh so yeah, so each and every week I take a significant moment within Raider Nation related back to the episode number. And my buddy T Hom for me, he came through again. Let's go, T Hom. Yeah, man. He comes in clutch all the time, man. And and this is a fun one. 
You know, I mean, every Raider stat is fun, and unless we're talking about oh, the yeah. Tuckle game, or <laughs> yeah. you know, or yeah. or this season, or, or you know, or <laughs> yeah. most season except for three. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, but 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 I have a fun stat. So, <laughs> so, so gonna, we're going to be talking about one of the greatest running backs. Oh, okay, Marcus Allen. Let's go, yeah. Marcus Allen, Hall of Famer. Absolutely. So when Marcus Allen was drafted in 1982, he could do it all. He ended up being the team's all-time leading rusher with 8,545 and also had 4,258 receiving yards. But many people forget that he was a quarterback in high school Absolutely. and had a very accurate arm. So in his Raiders career, Marcus threw a total of 24 passes, and 10 of those were completed, four of those being for touchdowns. So Marcus Allen passed for a total of 267 yards Ooh, for hey. the Raiders. Nice job, T. Hawk. Yeah, nice man. Job. It's solid. Well done. Well done. It's solid. All right, Swag Jeff, take us to some contact information. Let's kick off the top of the show. Sure. Woo. Woo. Hey, Raider Nation. That's where we you do it, Michelle. You got to Where's your woo? With an updated contact. Sounds like downtown Nashville on a Saturday. Sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346. Or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me. At show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Hell yeah. Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tok. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, <laughs> solid. Yeah. Solid. Yes. Well done. Well done. Yes. Hey, uh, before we get to the top of the show, though, I did forget Swag Jeff. I forgot. Okay. We got some housekeeping to do. Of course we uh, do. First off. Sorry. <laughs> In the <flip> pillow. Sorry. <laughs> So, uh, as uh, we talked about earlier, we're going to be doing a Halloween episode. Hell yeah. Uh, Halloween episode (laughs) next week. So, it'll be episode number 268. That will be Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, here on the YouTubes. Dress up with us. Yes. Because we're all, it's got costume party up here in the fan cave. Uh, So, we're all going to be wearing our costumes. So, uh, we need to get there early because Michelle's painting us up. Oh yeah, do you want to get you want me to paint your face? I'm gonna go. Sven, you, I'm doing Sven Murphy. Do, yeah. No, oh, okay, you're, well, yeah, yeah, no, oh, yeah. you're painting my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For okay, sure. yeah, okay, for sure. cool. Yeah. yeah. So Raider Nation, like, send us your pictures. Yes. Totally. Send, send it so we can share it on on our socials. Oh, yeah. uh, and and definitely that night, you know, especially yes. it'd be great if, if we if we could share back all your stuff that night. Uh, so that's uh, for Halloween. But most importantly, we have a uh, a nonprofit around here. We call it the One Nation Foundation. 
And all the money that we raise, uh, we give away to Raiders-related charities. And so this year, uh, we're giving to the Bulletnikoff Foundation, as we do every year. And we have... We have hit our goal. We have hit our goal was $8,000. Yes. And we have hit our goal for this year. Yes. But we are not done. Nope. Damn it. Because we said, well, we could take the money from our goal and then just start rolling it over into next year. We're not. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to shoot for a big number. And we're going to shoot for a number that we didn't even think would be possible when we started on this thing. Sure. Um, but we're going to make a run at it anyways. But here's the thing, Raider Nation. We've only got two shows left, really, to do it. Because any of the money that we raise... We won't really get it until December when the event is. So we've got like two weeks to do this. Well, and this week we're not live. So we need you to come through for us next week yep. and not for us, but come through for the for foundation, the foundation, for the Belinikoff yeah. Foundation, for One Nation Foundation. And so Raider Nation, we let's, let's bring it home because we've got some amazing opportunities to, to, to hit a number that, again, we, we, we wouldn't think we could hit. And how are we going to do it? We're going to give you guys some amazing, cool shit. We're going to give away some awesome items. Swago's flashing it up there. Tell them what you got, Jeff, for the audio listeners. Oh, my gosh. I got another signed Devontae Adams jersey, yeah. man. Heck, yeah, man. This thing is clean. It's beautiful. It comes with the with the Beckett Certificate of Authenticity. We uh, copped another one of these, man, because we had such a big... Uh, one of our biggest nights that we ever did. That was awesome. You know, yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. raised we raised like thirteen hundred bucks, I think, or something, something that like night. That was crazy. So, so yeah, so we're we're looking for another night like that. We we yeah. you know we need another solid uh, thing upon you know because of Raider Nation and stuff like that. So yeah, so we need to do that. And we also I have an Invecta uh watch donated right to oh, get that up to the it's camera, Jeff. That thing is badass. Yeah, so it was donate donated by Aaron the Q Dog Raider. And so yeah, so this thing is it's it's bulky, it's awesome, it's silver and black, it's it's great, man. It's so like, and it's like it's like a four hundred dollar watch. It's a four hour watch. It's, it's a four hundred dollar watch. Awesome. This thing is legit. So so yeah, so if we if we raise two grand next week or something like that, then we'll give that away too. And if not, we'll maybe do something on, we'll do this, uh, you know, just strictly offline. And we got that like football that. too. The Maroon and, 5 and football. Got, yeah. <laughs> so to tell all your Adam Levine fans, That's right. you know, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, so we'll be doing that as well. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, on that football, we should, and it's in the other room. We should grab it on a break here, Jeff. We okay. Can bring it in here and show it. I, I, we would take a cash offer for that thing. If, if you are a big Maroon 5 fan, Holler at us, you know. Hit us up with well, an email. Well, and I'll tell you, the football is more is probably more valuable than the signatures themselves because it's a because it's a Wilson Duke Super Bowl football. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's mean, probably it's like a legit. two or three hundred dollar football. Yeah, for yeah, sure, absolutely, for sure. And so, they signed it on the opposite side of the Super Bowl logo, I think. So, so if you don't like Maroon Five but you like the football, then just flip it around. <laughs> Perfect for your shelf. You know there what I mean? There you go. So yeah, absolutely. So help us out, Raider Nation. We're really ma- going to make this push, and we've got some some other fun opportunities uh, uh, on the horizon as well. But uh, we really want to want to hit this goal. And again, we told you we weren't going to tell you what what the, that number was going to be. But I'll just say we can get into five figures. If if we could get into five yeah. figures, guys, that would just be insane. If yep. we if we could do that. So help us get to that goal, please, Raider Nation. Yeah. Um, Mark down it, your calendar next week. Absolutely right. next week, and then also too, you can donate directly. You can go to our website now. So onenationfoundation.net and just go there's a donate button on there hit that button and it takes you to paypal and you can donate directly there and google won't get its cut so if you don't want to do it on the super chats or anything you just want to go straight to the foundation you can go on there and you can do it that way and we appreciate those direct donations too so very very much so 
thank you to all of you and the support you've given us. And 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 I even hate to lean on on you guys right now because we've already done so yeah. amazing. We doubled our freaking what we gave last year. Like we've yeah. already done so incredible. incredible. So I don't make it sound like we're coming up short or something. Like we're just like we just see this opportunity to just really hit this thing in overdrive. And so anyway, so that's what we're trying to do. So thank if you. If we got the money, you. we're gonna we're gonna donate it. You know, That's yeah, it. we're, we're yeah. not we're not going to save it till next year and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah. Every dollar, every penny that we raise, it's going to the foundation. and It's going this year. So yeah, so we've got we've got kind of that new our new goal, I guess you can call it in mind. And so so yeah, so if we can hit five figures, man. That's that's big time. There you go. It's like a revised budget, as the that's kids right. say. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the kids say that, right, Michelle? They do. Oh, the kids. You the kids are really t- in touch with what the kids say. Like, I'm you always know, so impressed with Mur- Murph. Murph knows the kids. He knows the kids, kids man. Not a like trick daddy. Love the kids. All right, so here we go at the top of the show. Let's go ahead and kick into our first segment. And so we uh, have a little segment here called Respect. You know, there's nothing wrong with props or shout-outs and all that stuff, but we're Italian. We like to give respect. that's right. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know... Respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. (laughs) That ended abruptly. (laughs) That's uh, good. Um, Right, so we're going to give a little bit of respect. So I want to start off by giving respect. This is a guy I wanted to give respect to uh, like a show or two ago, but okay. we, we kept running out of dang time. We have these like marathon shows. So um, we had to keep bumping stuff out. So anyways, so some held over respect, but I definitely want to give respect to my new favorite 45. Oh, got wow. Marcel Reese, the, the all time greatest fullback the Raiders have ever seen uh, behind me there. And one of my all time favorite players. And uh, and but then on the heels of Marcel Reese comes Alec Ingle. Sure. Mm-hmm. Scored what, Jeff? The first Vegas touchdown, man. That's right. Great trivia question, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, so he kind of held it up for the 45s, right? Well, now we've got a new 45. We've got Jakob Johnson. Uh, German's own or Germany's own Jakob Johnson, um, which and I love the rivalry between him and Illuminor. Have you guys heard that? <laughs> oh yes, it's like great. taking shots at each yeah, other. Yeah, I love it. Um, but anyway, so Jakob Johnson. So he, the guy, when you watch him play, like he looks like a fullback, but then like. But after like the game or during the game, like you see like all the stick marks on his helmet and stuff. Like he just like I don't know what it is about these Raiders fullbacks. They just like even it's back old, then, it's like an yeah. old school fullback. Yeah, like John Ritchie was like that. Sure. Remember John Ritchie? Gritty, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, so much so. And so anyway, so I think Jakob Johnson is 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 awesome. So want to celebrate him a little bit here at the top of the show and uh, and give him some respect because. It's really cool to hear about the journeys some of these guys take. And, you know, we know what it's like domestically um, for these players to to make it to the NFL. But when you're in a foreign-born country where you don't grow up playing football all the time, or all kind of, like all the different things that, that, that those guys have to do to get to the league is fascinating to me. And, and so let's uh, check in with Jakob Johnson as he talks about his journey to the NFL. born and raised in Stuttgart, Germany. Playing football in Germany, you really 
just kind of play for the love of the game, right? There's not a lot of money in the sport. Uh, there's no uh, glamour, no fans. You know, you're playing with guys that, you know, were like electricians and, and carpenters. The International Player Pathway program reached out to me and invited me to a tryout. For me, that was kind of my, my second chance, right? My first shot at it, you know, with, with Tennessee didn't work out how I wanted to. I just told myself, you know, with this second opportunity, I'm gonna make the most out of it. And, and got lucky, got selected. When you see people that, that come from your background, you know, that you can identify with, it just adds that little bit, little bit more spark that turns like a, a dream into something that you actually go and pursue. I'm real passionate about, about growing the game uh, and, and representing my home country the right way. Auf geht's Raider Nation in Deutschland. Wir werden eine super Saison haben. Ich küsse eure Herzen. Isn't that cool, Michelle? That was cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's great, man. I'm, I, I love watching that guy play. Jeff, have you, have you like, you know, it's like when Josh Jacobs is having these killer games, like, it's 45 plowing away a lot of times, right? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, he's he's making holes for Josh. And, and, and you can see, I mean, Josh is having a career year. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. So, you know, I mean, no disrespect to Alec Ingold, but, you know, we could have a new 45 that, you know, Alec Ingold 2.0. There we go. You know what I mean? And, so, and, and I think it's so funny that you brought up all the 45s and stuff like that. <laughs> so, you know, everyone always heralds like the 24. Mm-hmm. So here at Merce oh, Fan yeah, Cave, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's who can, who can represent Marcel Reese the best <laughs> with that 45 jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I dig it. I man. love it. Absolutely. 45 is killer number, too. Um, looks good on a jersey. Um, all right. So. You know, we give respect, but then also too, sometimes we gotta we gotta call some people into question. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Absolutely. and uh, those those folks are the pendejos. <laughs> Pendejo. <laughs> Pendejo. <laughs> Pendejo. That's my favorite one. Pendejo. <laughs> Pendejo. Oh my gosh, I love that. That intro is so funny. It's the best. So that, I forget who was it sent that to us. So, oh, it was on TikTok. Somebody yeah, sent us on TikTok. Uh, yeah. uh, Lala Melosa sent us that. Wasn't was it? it? Lala, I can't remember. No. It was Lala, wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't know. Somebody sent that to us on on <laughs> on, uh, on the TikToks. Because we no one ever sends us stuff on the TikToks. Uh-uh. Well, now I guess they do. But. Well, Lalo sent us stuff on the TikToks. Does he send us stuff on the TikTok? I don't know. Yeah. You watch the TikTok more than I watch the TikToks. That's your I thing. I watch the TikToks like every night. <laughs> you look at TikTok. You do too, oh, Michelle? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Are yeah. you guys addicted to the TikTok? There, yeah, I'm, I'm on TikTok I'm all more than in any on the other. TikTok, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. We need to get you. We need to feature Michelle on some of these TikToks now. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. We, we tried to do one the other day when we were redoing a fan <laughs> cave. And, oh, did we not post it? Not, well, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't suitable for air. <laughs> well, one of, the, one of them was. Yeah, but it didn't play as well. Oh, yeah. it didn't? Yeah, it didn't yeah. play as well. But the, right. one that, the one that we didn't air. <laughs> that was, fun. yeah. You'll have to ask to see that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to see that one in person. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll, we'll have to send we that one to you. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, so who do we have in our, our Sea of Pendejos this week? Is uh, the only Look, you want to find some Pendejos? Go to Twitter. I know. Oh, loaded with them, right? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to run something by you guys. And so here, here's what here's my question, okay? So I put up a, a tweet uh, on the Twitters, and I wrote, this is on Saturday, I wrote, I wouldn't be surprised if we were all rooting for the new hooker in Vegas next year. 
Okay, I was making a joke because Hendon Hooker, Hendon right. Hooker, the quarterback of the University of Tennessee, who just right. beat Alabama. Yeah, we know, <laughs> we know that Dave Ziegler was visiting Knoxville a couple weeks ago. Likely was looking at Hendon Hooker, and there's an opportunity maybe for the Raiders to get him in like the second round because he's older, twenty four. So yep. it would not be, shock me if the Raiders took him in a second round. Had him play behind Derek for a year or two with the potential of being a starter. At a minimum, we see this happen a lot of times, like with Jimmy, Gar- uh, um, uh, I'm calling Garofalo. Uh, <laughs> Janine. Yes, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, the Patriots traded for, or Patriots drafted him, then built him up into a good starting quarterback and then traded him away and got draft capital in return. Sure. Basically treat it like an investment. It would not surprise me if the Raiders did something similar like that with Hooker. Okay. Plus, I just thought it was funny shit to say. Sure. Well, sure. here comes yeah. the internet. Here comes oh, Twitter. No. Yeah. Here comes our Pendeo. Yeah. Jason Thompson. Okay. <laughs> Jason Thompson, I'm calling you out. His uh he's at D Waiters. W-A-I-D-E-R-S. The Waiters. The Waiters. The Waiters. Yeah. It would be funny if his name was Dwayne right. or something, but no. But anyways, Jason Thompson at the Waiters writes, This fan base is annoying as hell. <sighs> And I sent him a, a, a gift back. I'm holding up to the camera for those in the audio podcast. It's a pitcher throwing a fastball by, by a batter. And uh, the fastball is labeled joke. And you, the guy striking out, uh, is, is labeled it. So, I, you know, like you didn't get the joke, right? So he writes, probably the dumbest response to one of my tweets I've ever seen. And trust me, I've seen a lot. Oh, good. Yeah. How many tweets has he sent out? Uh, yeah, <laughs> to his 49 followers or whatever yeah because yeah, you're literally the first person that's ever it responded, responded yeah. to one of his tweets <laughs> congratulations mm. waiters oh my god stupid asshole isn't that Yikes. stupid like it's crazy to me how like people get in their feelings on t- when you say a, uh, an opinion about like you know and there's also been a lot of discussion this week too on the on the twitter about like you know is it Derek carr is it the defense is it all these like Two things can be simultaneous. Amen. And they can exist at the same time, right, Michelle? Like, yes. like yeah. you know, we can, yes, Derek Carr's having a decent season, but we can call into question his red zone conversions, his touchdown percentage in the red zone, and the defense can still suck at the same time. Both of those things can yeah. be true equally, yeah. yes? Yeah, and you can still make a joke on Twitter even if we lost. Like, it, it's funny because I, I saw that interaction, and I thought how, I, I don't think he even understood your response like and how twitter's so embarrassing to me sometimes i have to like step away because it's like that secondhand embarrassment that i get (laughs) because he literally didn't get the first joke and then had the audacity to say something and then didn't get the second joke that literally maps it out like ball over your head joke over your head and he still didn't get it like that's so embarrassing it's so embarrassing (laughs) i just can't (laughs) It's, it's so bad yeah i mean yeah you said it I mean, what a dumbass. <laughs> what a dumbass. <laughs> All right, I've got one more for you here. So this is it. So uh, Oh, there's more than one. Well, no, this actually yes. isn't a pendejo. Okay. This is just something. That, well, maybe it is. I don't know. We'll gonna, decide. We'll t- I'll throw it to you so, guys. You guys go. decide if this he is a pendejo. Is. Probably, yes. I'm okay. <laughs> so this guy puts up a poster, and I don't even know who's. I want to call him out because I don't want to call out other people's ink because, you know, oh. We're all tattooed and, sure. and respect whatever your choices are. But I do. But I did have a question though. Okay, so here for the audio listener, I'm, I'm holding it up here in front of the camera. So it's a picture of this guy's tattoo, and it's a Raider shield, which is cool. And then it's got numbers on there, and it's got four twenty eight, eighty three, and ninety eight. 
And then underneath the Raiders shield, it says Carr Jacobs Waller Crosby, like in bold print, like oh. right up under underneath oh. there. So again, I'm not going to call the guy Pendejo for his for his ink, but I would ask you guys this: Is that a little short sighted there? As far as getting like, I well, mean, should have stopped at the shield. Yeah, yeah. You just leave it at the shield, yeah. Just leave it at the shield. All right. So let's make this a fun conversation, though. If you did have to pick four players to put underneath there. I'm not going with any current players. I was just about to say, you mean current? Because current, I probably wouldn't go with any current. No players current players yet. at all, right? No. But I. So if you had to, so he's got a quarterback, a running back, a tight end, and a de, and a defensive end. So I'm going. If I have to pick by position, I'm going to go Stabler, probably Marcus Allen, Stabler, Allen, Casper would be my tight end, and then defensive player. I'd probably do something fun and do like Sistrunk. And do oh, something right do something like that because if we're going for a defensive lineman, but if not Sistrunk, then I might do like a uh, like a Ted Hendricks or something like that. Even though he's a stand up linebacker, what about you? What four would you take? So quarterback, running back, tight end. We we'll call it say defensive lineman. Yeah, I think I'd ha- I think I'd have to go Stabler. Um, I might go Bo. Oh, Bo for your running back. I think, sure. I, yeah. think I think Bo, and then uh, tight end. You got to go Casper. Yeah, I think you know, um, and then. Uh, Defense, it's really a it's a toss up between Howie Long and Charles Woodson. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And then if you're going by position, you could say Greg Townsend, the Raiders all time sack leader. Oh, sure. Mm, yeah. You could do something like that if you want to just match up defensive end to defensive end. That would be interesting. How about you, Michelle? So- I mean, it would basically be your basically be your well, I can't speak either. So basically be yours. I would say Stabler, um, Mark Salen, Casper. And then I would have to pick Charles Woodson just because I would literally get him tattooed on my, I mean, I would absolutely, his whole name I'd put tattooed on my So, <laughs> of course, uh, yeah. Him. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Would, yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, let's let's um, let's hit an audio break there, Swag Jeff, and then let's talk about the, uh, a little bit of the Chiefs, but a lot about the Texans. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I appreciate everybody joining us here for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Guys, I got to tell you, there's something kind of strange about this episode. Okay. Okay, because we're pre-recording it. We're not doing it live. It's strange to not have the chat room and to be sober. Oh, that's really that's, weird. That's really the weird. That's part, really yeah. weird. It's kind of odd, like, and, and not odd. like we like get all <laughs> bombed on the show or something, but like to not be having frosty adult it's beverages true. and to not have a chat room. It's like, huh? I keep thinking, like, okay, something's missing, and I'm like, oh, it's all of our nine. My, my buzz. My, my <laughs> buzz and all of you in the chat room. Yeah. Hey, so uh, so we mentioned earlier on the show, so I'm gonna hold it up for the for the uh, folks that are watching on the YouTube. So if you're into Maroon Five. Uh, is there anyone out there? Because it's getting harder to breathe. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So get in the mix if you want uh, this. I, we'll be doing this offline. Um, so you know, make a cash offer. 
you know, whether it be 20 bucks or a million, it doesn't matter. It doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. And if you don't like that, you can, it, just, you can just flip it right, right this way right here. And that's an official Super Bowl football. There you go. So that's whatever way you want to look at it. Yeah. Super you know, was that what fifty three? Yeah. Yeah. And Adam, Le- I think Adam Levine was was faithful to his wife uh, when he oh, signed this. Probably not. So probably you know, not, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. Stay tuned on Twitter and our social media yeah. and 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 make us an offer. Absolutely. Yeah. Probably you probably take Do that it. thing home for a reasonable price. Sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe, it's gotta... maybe with the first, maybe the first like. Good offer. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know? Yeah. And no, I mean, dis- I and like no dis- bucks. And no disrespect to my dad's girlfriend, Melissa, who donated Zero. that to us. That's what I was saying. saying. That's, That's right. unbelievable. And she won it's that. Really she, cool. It was like a like a Pepsi thing where she just like texted, hey, I want that football. And they were like, all right, cool. You got it. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. So much respect, uh, Melissa. Thank you very much. Yes. And uh, all right, so let's talk a little bit about the Raiders. Let's do it. All right, we talked. We have talked a lot about the Chiefs already, so I've kind of. Don't we want to kind of move past that? Don't you feel Please, like it's yes. time? Can we yeah. just on like, to Houston? Uh, on to Houston. All on right. to Houston. So let's talk about the uh, talk about the Texans. All right. So, well, I said we were going to be on to it, but let's just let me just tell you this real quick because it's there's good news in this in this in this misery post this <laughs> stupid Chiefs game. The Raiders have lost four games decided by one score or less in their first five games for the first time in franchise history. The last time they had more than five one-score losses in an entire season was 2015 when they had five. So we're losing games, but we're losing games close. So we're right there and we're hanging with everybody. Um, so when we start getting up against lesser opponents like the Texans, we should be in good shape. Again, I, th- I thought you said you had good news. <laughs> no, it is good news. I mean, we're playing well-ish yeah. at yeah. times. We just at barely times. suck. Just need to close it. Just need to close it. That's it. Closing is yeah. It's the if the importance of a closer. If if you know, and and we just talk about that with Khalil Mack all the time. Look at what Von Miller just did. Oh man! Look at what he did. That's what a closer does. That's what we need Max Crosby and Chandler Jones to do. Totally. Like when it win the freaking game by getting sacks late in the game. Yeah. Don't let Mahomes dance around back there. Go get him. Like for sure. Von Miller. I mean, that was. I mean, the Bills are impressive, anyways. But like Von Miller, like yeah. They're going to win a damn Super Bowl with yeah, playing yeah. like that. Um, all right, so against the Chiefs, the, the Raiders had a 150-yard rusher in Josh Jacobs, a 100-yard receiver in Devontae Adams. We had no turnovers, no more than two punts, um, and they're the and by doing all that, the first team in NFL history to do all of those things in a game but still lose. Right. Okay, if we do those things right there against the Texans, um, the Saints, the Jaguars, the Colts, the Broncos, and the Seahawks, we ain't losing. No. We're not no. losing. No. We're not losing. And if we would have just kicked an extra point, we would have won. Well, oh. no, easy with that. We still, we disagree on that. Yeah, we do. You know, what did, how did you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, I'm always a go for it person. And I felt like we, especially being there, being like in their field, it just felt nice to kind of go for it, kind of do that. And obviously if, We'd have done it. It would. This wouldn't even be a conversation, you know. So I, I yeah. always think I'm always a go for a person. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. we'd be applauding. We'd be like, exactly. "Oh my yeah. gosh, he's right. looking at all the he's riverboat Josh!" Yeah. Like, "Oh, look at that." We, you know, we, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which and it was yeah. so it's funny. So when we were watching the uh, the UT Alabama game, oh. um, and UT had a chance to to tie it up there at the, at the end. Vinny, my son, goes, Dad, you think they're going to go for the two-point conversion like the Raiders? And I was like, no chance in hell because they're at home. Right. You've got 102,000 people here. You're not walking off this field losing on a missed two-point conversion. Right. No way. But I agree with you, yeah. Michelle. On the road, yeah. in the yeah. NFL, you go for it, And man. you don't want to go into overtime dead. with Patrick Mahomes. Like, you don't want to just – if you have the opportunity to close the casket, close it. Like, don't leave it open at all. So – 
Yeah. Absolutely. Because, and the other thing too, Jeff, is that I, I think that, and I know we said we were going to freaking go with this, but look. <laughs> you're not right. going to change my mind know, on it. I'm not trying to change your mind, but I'm just here to tell you that you're wrong. Because <laughs> the Raiders knew they were going to get another possession. Don't forget, oh, right. we got the ball back again. Mm-hmm. So I think they knew they were going to get the ball back again. So even well, if so Cam- then why wouldn't you kick it? Because Why wouldn't you, had, you kick it then? Because then you could win the game instead of instead having of, to play for another tie. Right. Because if they if they go down and kick a field goal, then you go and kick a field goal. Well, it's still okay. a tie game. Okay. Well, so, so but then, if you could get the two point conversion, and I'll let you finish. No, you <laughs> won't. Maybe not. But if you get the two point <laughs> conversion, right, and then they come down and kick a field goal, then you have a chance to win the game on a field goal. Yeah. Well, then do that on the last drive. There wouldn't have been a last drive. There would have been to tie the game on the last drive. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Nah. They were trying to get out of there. They did, like Michelle yeah. said, they didn't want to go to overtime. I, I look at. We're all entitled to our own opinions, there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I Where's think it was chicken? stupid. Do we need to summon it to be I think it the was chicken? stupid. All right, but it doesn't matter because well, we lost the game. Well, so I'm, on to on to on to Houston. I'm just. But saying, I have some good news. I'm just saying, two thirds of us are right. <laughs> okay, well that's fine. And that's I'm fine. always right. So <laughs> that's Lamont. Shut up. <laughs> Jeez, Jeff. Yeah. That was really aggressive. Okay, somebody's still sad sack. Yeah. Sorry, do we need a minute? Yeah. No, I'm fine. <laughs> Shut up, guys. That's my new favorite button. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so so I got good news. And I don't know if you got this on your note sheet, I, but I, but I, I wanna know. I wanna talk about it. Do it. I wanna talk about it. So so I thought so if you would have told me at the bye week. So NF or I think what is it? SNF on NBC, the Sunday Night Football yeah. Instagram page. Oh, to, uh-huh. th- they put all sorts of fun stats and all oh, kinds yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. up and all uh-huh. that. So uh so they showed that uh all the division, like the all four teams combined totals, win records. Oh and stuff like oh, that. Oh, 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 fun. Yeah. Okay. So if you would have told me before the season started that at week six the AFC West would be eleven and twelve. Oh my god. I would have told you that you were bananas. Absolutely. Yeah. Bananas. I would have told you you were bananas. So I mean, so but it's kind of living up to what we said. Every, all four of us are kind of beating the crap Everybody's out of each other. beating the crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, so. We didn't expect that, though, outside the division. Right. Out, we right. expected to win the games outside the division sure. and then get the shit kicked out of each That's other right. in the division, sure. right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, so the last thing I'll say about the Chiefs is, yes, they're four and two. And the Chargers are four and two. And we're two or we're one and four and the Broncos are two and four. Right. But if you look at all of our schedules, I'm freaking hype. Yeah. I'm pumped. <laughs> Because I'm telling you, over these next six games, we could be playing the following week for the top of the division. Hundred percent. And so let's break that down. Let's yeah, go through these. Down. Let's go through these games. So the next up, we've got the Texans. So the tail of the tape in the in the Raiders Texans series that uh, the Texans lead seven to four. Of course, they got the one uh, against us in the playoffs. Uh, Raiders record at home against the Texans is two and four. On the roads, two and three. Uh, the current streak. The Texans have won two straight games, so we owe them one. Mm. Like, and they are a very w- uh, beatable football team. Um, to your point, and this is where we can kind of go by by game. The Raiders have had two six-game winning streaks since the start of the 1986 season. That was in the year 2000 and the year 2016. We know we can beat the Texans. They're, they're one, three, and one. Then we've got the Saints that are two and three. We've got the Jaguars that are two and three. Then we've got the Colts that are uh, two, two and one. The Broncos are two and three. And then the Seahawks are two and three. Right. So we got six kids. So we're looking at being seven and four. Yes. Right. Going into what was the be the Chargers there? Charger that, week. Yeah. That, that yeah. Be into Charger week. This is doable, man. So like just to look at some of the things here. Um, 
on paper, the, the, the Raiders should easily beat the Texans. Um, if they lose to the Texans, that might be like, we might start having some serious conversations with Josh McDaniels and Mark Davis. Those, those two things might start or uh, sure. going on. Sure. I think that like the, the, the um, questioning of Josh McDaniels and like wanting to fire him now and all that. I, I think that's a little premature, yeah. but lose to the Texans. And then that, that talk might start getting really real. Yeah, absolutely. And and then and then you move past that and you got the Saints who they're, you know, their quarterback room is insane right now. I mean, I don't know how long uh Jameis Winston's gonna be out, but they started Andy Dalton and they got, you know, they got uh Taysom Hill playing every other position on the team. Absolutely. So, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. so that's definitely a winnable game. You know, Jaguars. You know, those that's kind of a hit or miss kind of game. You know, sometimes they're playing really well and sometimes they're just the Jaguars. And they're so, kind of playing them and the Saints. I don't know if you watch the Saints much this year. They're kind of like we are. Like they're hit and miss. Like one quarter they look great and then they suck the next one. Like sure. the way that the Bengals came back, because I watched oh, that game pretty close yeah. to that money on the Bengals. Oh. <laughs> and so um, man, but the Bengals can roar. Of course, and they're high powered when you got Jamar Chase and guys like that. I mean, they, sure. they can blow a game open, but like but the, the but the Saints just kind of fell off a cliff. It felt like watching like how the Raiders are. So yeah. Point being though is that we can th- these teams coming up yeah. are, are have the same yeah. levels of inconsistency basically that we've been looking. Absolutely. At. Well then and then okay so now you look you know this isn't this isn't you know AFC West fan radio but let's take a look at some of the you know the the upcoming schedule for some of those other guys like the Broncos. Well, it doesn't matter what the Broncos are. It just let's ride and th- and that's what it is. They'll Did be that stupid be, at the podium. Oh my gosh, he's so- give it up, Russ. He's so stupid. Give it up. He's so stupid, man. He corny ass. Uh, yeah, but so, you know, so Broncos will be two and eight or whatever by that point, you know, over their next six. But then you got the Chiefs. The Chiefs have the Niners, the Titans, the Jags, the Chargers, the Rams, the Bengals. That's a tough wow, stretch, that's a man. Tough stretch. It's a pretty tough stretch. You know, Titans, you never know what they're going to do. You is know, that, is that in Tennessee? I don't know. I wonder if that, because that'll make a big difference. It would. Yeah. Yeah. If the Titans got to go to Arrowhead, that's a little bit, that's, that's a tough run. But if, if if they've done it before, well, that's true. They've done it before. Yeah. When your boy Marcus too, (laughs) my boy Marcus. So, but you know, but so, you know, you got the Niners who, and that's another team where you don't know, you know, what team is going to show up. Is Garoppolo going to step out the back of the end zone or are they going (laughs) to, you know, are they going to feed the ball to Debo Samuel and stuff like that? So, so that's a game. Jaguars, you know, same thing as kind of what we just said. But then Chargers, Rams, Bengals. I think that's loss, loss, loss. That's that could be that could be loss, loss, loss. Yeah. And then you look at the Chargers, and they've got Seahawks, they've got the bye week, Falcons, Niners, Chiefs, and Cardinals. That's not an easy stretch by any means either. And this is typically the time that the Chargers kind of lose a boneheaded game or two. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yep. They'll, they'll give one or two up. So I'm looking at this schedule and I'm seeing us at seven and four, uh, seven and four. I'm seeing the Chiefs at six and five, and I'm seeing the Chargers at seven and four. So that's why I'm saying December fourth. That could be Chargers, huge, man. Chargers Raiders, man. That's for the division, bro. Oh wow, that for the division be... lead anyway. Yeah, yeah. but you know okay. I mean? Well, we don't. We, if we've learned anything this season, is no, don't I'm, not start I'm, counting. Hope our, is restored. Yeah, not, not start <laughs> counting our chickens. But Michelle, do you see anything on the upcoming schedule? Any, any glaring uh, reasons of concern there? No, no, actually zero. And I think that because now we've showed that we can lose and still rebound and play well, like it doesn't feel like anyone's lost any kind of like hope or anything. So now that we know we can do that. 
all of these games, I, I think we could win every one of these games. Like I, I don't see any reason why we don't dominate and end up in the position you're talking about. Sure. Absolutely. Well, you know, and I, and I kind of gave you shit just a few minutes ago when I said that I thought you said you had good news, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, but like, we're talking about the Raiders. So there's yeah. only so much good yeah. news to be That's had. Right. Jeff. I mean, right. obviously anytime you lose to the chiefs, it, it hurts. Oh, it stings. Oh, you know what I mean? That fashion yeah. too, man. But you know yeah. what? But like, if 87 wasn't in that no, game, if Travis Kelsey, man. that stupid <laughs> asshole wasn't oh. in the game. Yeah. And he only had like thirty receiving yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like literally, like twenty. I don't know if it was thirty. Yeah. No, yeah, he it was like, like twenty-five yards, or something like that. Yeah, four touchdowns. So like, so we <laughs> we bottled him up, except for in the freaking red zone. But like, you take him out of the game, and that was a blowout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. I, like overall performance wise, I really wasn't disappointed right. in anything that I saw in that in that Chiefs game. Yeah, it felt good to compete. You know, like, because a lot of times you go in there and it's like, oh, it's going to be a bloodbath, and it ends up being that. Sure. But we competed against that team, and totally, we should have won. I mean, I think we kind of beat ourselves. We should have won that game, but to just go in there and do what we did, I think, is the next step into the puzzle that I was talking about a while back, where they're putting the pieces together. I think the bye week was maybe a good time to flesh some things out and, and come in fresh and dominate the next, what, five yeah, what'd you say? Four or five yeah, games? Five, six, games. Got, yeah. six games. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. a great point, Michelle. Cause like, I mean, look, there's no moral victories. Right. There's no, you know what I mean? It, it's, but when you see progress, it's hard not look, cause we're positive people. So we're going to look for positive things. <laughs> right. It's hard not to be encouraged that we went into Arrowhead where we've had such a, a tough time playing over the yes. years. What Derek is one in eight or one in nine. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever the heck it is uh, playing there. So, uh, to do that in that fashion, uh, it, it's got, what else are we gonna do? If you can't That's be right. encouraged by it, then what else are we gonna do? We're and gonna the next fold time up we play him is at Allegiant, so and last, the last, last game of the and year, the last game of the season, yep. so. It's that's gonna be. It's gonna be on. I can't <laughs> yeah. wait for that yes. one. I can't yeah. wait for that one. Yeah. All right, Swag Jeff. Anything else there before you take us to see a fans? No, I guess that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. 
All right, so here at the top of the show, more of you and less of us is a good thing. This is where we feature your phone calls and emails and the Sea of Fans mailbag. Uh, you can reach out to us a multitude of ways. You can participate with the show live at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio uh, every four Every four, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, or you can call us at 909-345-3346. Or you can email the show. Uh, if you email the show, email us at show. <laughs> wow. That's at, creative as hell, bro. <laughs> show at <laughs> RaidersFanRadio.com. No way. It's just, that's, that's where we are. It's a very natural fit. That's the name of the show. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, you want to... That's gotta, fun. Yeah. How fun is that? At us, bro. Yeah. Yeah. At show at Radio. us. Show at show us. Show at, show at us, bro. <laughs> so send us an email, and if we read your email in an indefinite amount of times, or if we feature your uh, phone call uh, three times here on the show, we refer to you as a made man or a made woman. And so I'm going to turn it over to my co-host for tonight to read the email. Swag Jeff, who do we got? Uh, ask Michelle. Uh, yes, oh, believe, Michelle's leading us off. I, I'm leading us off. All right, Michelle, All who right. do we got? Here we go. We have Aaron in New Hampshire. Hi, Aaron in New Hampshire. Evening, Nation. <laughs> I, I delayed writing in for a couple weeks because I didn't want to be a sad sack. I was one of those hollering for McDaniel's head because in the first three games, he had to spread his butt cheeks to see the field. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> However... I shouldn't poke too much fun at our fearless leader. It turns out he does learn, even if it's a little slow. Apparently, all is good after Mark Davis had to explain to McDaniels how a calendar works and that our preseason game ended in August. Nice. Our, our offense scored a pedestrian 21.3 points per game in the first three outings. Are you ready for the good news? Since McDaniels started calling a balanced offense, we have averaged 30.5 points per game. That would be good for number two offense in the league if we were doing that from the get-go, not to mention what it would do for our record. And one of those games was against the perhaps overrated but still well-regarded donkey defense. Our own defense has been pretty consistent, holding every team but the top offense to less than 25 points per game. I'm not counting the Cardinals' fumble return for a six against our defense. Our offense was on the field at the time. And speaking of the Chefs game, the Zebras must have had hot dogs at halftime because they had ketchup and mustard all over their shirts when the third quarter mm. started. Anyway, the Chefs are on notice. We can match them blow for blow, and we are only going to get better. It's a shame Averett was on IR. He's our fastest CB by far, and him being available to cover Hardman or MVS would have been one of many little changes that could have changed the outcome of the game. The greatness, greatness of the Raiders is in its future. Thanks, guys, and have a great show. Hey, Aaron in New Hampshire. Nice. Nice. First timer. That oh, is, man. First nice. timer. Welcome to the show, Aaron in New Hampshire. Yeah. Appreciate the show support, and uh, yeah, keep them coming. Love it. Okay, next we have T-Hom. If you will, <laughs> I have been doing some research on Mr. Ryan Zebley and the firm that is representing him against Devonte Adams. Mm. The attorney's name is Dan Curry with the firm Brown and Curry, which specializes in personal injury. They seek money for their clients through Perry civil Mason claims. Over here? It is. <laughs> yes. dun, 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 dun. Can I be in black and white? Like yeah. black and white. Okay. They seek money for their clients through civil claims, not criminal proceedings. There are distinct differences between a criminal case and a civil case. A criminal lawsuit applies a higher standard of proof and decides whether or not the person broke a criminal law. In cases involving assault, one has to establish intent, making and carrying out a threat, intention to harm, and, of course, injury. However, once a case has been made for a criminal standpoint, it is then easier to seek damages and settlement through civil litigation, which seems to be the goal here. The longer this draws out, the litigants can continue to push for a higher settlement before it goes to trial. However, 
There could be even more sinister forces at work here. If indeed the goal is... mm, Sinister forces? Sinister forces. Behind me. Okay. (laughs) If indeed the goal is to see this thing through from a criminal perspective, this would give the firm and the litigant, who are both Chiefs fans, a chance to cost Devante one or more games through suspension. In a playoff run toward the end of the season, this could make a difference, especially if said suspension happens at the end of the season, when the Raiders and Chiefs square off again. I'm not saying this is the reasoning, but you can see the pathway. The young man will probably get a monetary settlement, lose his job with ESPN, and become a local hero within the kingdom, D-U-M-B. <laughs> Devontae was wrong to shove the boy, but the most critical mistake D.A. made was saying that he was frustrated rather than saying that someone came at him and he was simply defending himself. The attorneys well. are now running with that. I hope the young man craps his pants on a daily basis and that the city itself is happy that they are now trying to ruin the livelihood and reputation of a superstar who deserves none of this. If it had been Patrick Mahomes, the young man would have been jailed. There's a double standard here, but we all already knew that. Let's hope for the best outcome possible for Devontae. T-Hom. Hey, T-Hom. He really laid it out there. Yeah, he did. Old T-Hom Perry Mason over there. No kidding. Going all freaking, or going all what, NCIS with it or something. Yeah, yeah. heck yeah, man. Good stuff there, T-Hom. We appreciate you. Yeah, that was good stuff. No, Law and Order. That's what I, I should have said Law and Order. Yeah, yeah. Ba-dum-dum. Yeah. dum uh, evening, everyone. Hope you. Uh, oh well, wow, you're off to a hot uh, start, brother. Yeah. <laughs> evening, everyone. <laughs> you went all Devonte and Hunter on that one. <laughs> no kidding. Ran right to the ground. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready now. I'm ready now. Evening, everyone. I hope this email finds you well. For a few days after week five, I felt like I'd lost my wallet with a winning lottery ticket in it. Oh. It took longer to get over that defeat than usual, and I have to admit uh, to feeling a little heartbroken for the past few days. Thankfully, the RFR therapy show with the excellent rubber chicken raider uh, was on hand to help. And since the other podcast guys have got me fired up, now I'm ready for the rest of the season. I mentioned a few weeks ago that I would wait for the bye week to say my piece on the current state of things. So here it goes. The words we live by at the minute are confusion and inconsistency. Uh, we've had a dreadful start made worse because with a bit more good fortune and fewer mistakes, we could and should be 4-1, and one, maybe even 5-0. and oh. So who do I blame for this season so far? While player mistakes and individual performances haven't been up to scratch uh, and are frustrating as hell, I believe the root cause of the problem is the coach. I've never been, the, uh, I've never been 100% behind the Josh McDaniels appointment, and, have, and I've made it no secret to the fact that I prefer a more experienced head coach. After the close season and all, uh, understandably, felt this was going to be one hell of a season for us. The excitement was tangible, and the players added to a playoff roster led us to uh, led us all to buy into the season for us. Um, no, sorry, into the journey ahead. Uh, instead, all I see is confusion and frustration. <laughs> it was us too. Yeah, right. <laughs> Watching Jeff read. Yeah. <laughs> the root cause of the problem this season is Swag Jeff's email reading. <laughs> Abilities. Oh my gosh. Um, there was no middle ground with us right now. We're either brilliant or frustratingly poor. And that's not from game to game, it's from quarter to quarter. I've never coached a team at any level, but here I sit sometimes, scratching my head and swearing like a nun on her day off, wondering what the hell is going on. We've had perfect opportunities in the four defeats to come away with wins, and they've all been in our hands going down the stretch. The common theme of all four has been confusing coaching decisions and overthinking situations. 
There's too much reactive thinking and not enough proactive thinking at crucial times in games, and there are too many examples for us of us starting games aggressively but not maintaining it. We've consistently we're consistently waiting to be punched instead of landing killer blows ourselves. Uh, the best examples of being tw- uh, being the twenty point and seventeen point leads we've blown. Why do we stop scoring points when we had our foot on the people's throats? That only comes from the coach. Uh, is it any wonder that there's inconsistency with the players when McDaniel's is making the same errors from game to game, and he won't seem to be lear- and he doesn't seem to be learning from them either? Whether that's stubbornness or stupidity, I don't know. Maybe it's both. I agree with our good friend, wa- good friend, wasted talent when he says the man has little or no understanding of situational football. He's stuck in his dumbass mindset of analytics and would rather follow a percentage figure that some numbnut has worked out with a calculator. He's been in the game over 20 years, and he should know this is flawed thinking. I want to like him, but I don't. I want to trust him, but I don't. I want him to succeed desperately, but unless he makes changes on his own performance, then the team will stay too dysfunctional, and he'll be on borrowed time. Right now, the playoffs are remote, but not impossible. There are winnable games coming up, so we need to see the offensive-minded genius we were promised take a run, uh, take us on a run. He's all he's all he's proven to me right now is that he's the coordinator, not a head coach. Mark Davis now is in an is now in an inevitable position. There are signs of steady improvement across the board, but the inconsistency is holding everyone back. We're underperforming, and it's unacceptable given the talent that we have. We've mortgaged the team to win over the next three seasons, but we're not far from having to write this one off. So in typical Raiders fashion, we've now backed ourselves into a corner. I wonder what the tipping point will be for the owner. Anything less than 10 wins for me is a failure given the additions made. Despite what I've said, uh, though, I think it would I think it would be folly to sack him at the minute. We can't replace him anyway because of league rules. We'd have to cope. Uh, we'd have to cope with an interim coach situation. However, if things don't improve quickly, we're probably heading towards a six or seven win season at best, and that leads us to a mid-range draft pick with no in no man's land. I said in my last email that if uh, they'd told us in the preseason that this year we'd be going to be it would be a season of development, then we could have prepared for ourselves for it. But they didn't, and we all bought into the hype. As fans, we can't predict anything with confidence for the rest of the season because of this group could fall apart completely and finish, uh, or finish thirteen and four. We have no idea which way it's going, and I hope by the bye week uh, we are using that for some soul searching uh, by all concern. We need at least nine more wins from somewhere. So prove yourself quickly, McDaniel's, because the only thing I see from our precious Patriots way philosophy so far is that Brady was the genius, and you and Belichick Ooh. got your rings under false pretenses. Ooh. And finally. Uh, it would be wrong of me to not send my best witches. Uh, oh, go ahead. Re- oh. Read that. Read the last line again. Read right the beginning. Oh, of and finally. Finally. <laughs> Sorry. It would be wrong of me to. I used to the new board and the timing. Finally. Finally. It would be. Finally. Go ahead, Jeff. Shut up. And finally. Uh, it would be wrong of me to not send my best wishes to the money grab money grabbing piece of shit. Sorry, I meant to say the Jeez. cameraman in Kansas City for the life changing injuries he picked up last week. Perhaps when he's leaving a hospital having reconstructive surgery, they can <laughs> sew a pair of balls for him. Oh, His purple nice. heart should be in the post. Uh, <laughs> I hope the money he'll inevitably be, inevitably make from the situation tortures him. Devontae bears some of the blame for sure, but give me strength. He had. 
Has he has there ever been a bigger, more obvious money grabbing story in recent memory? Yeah, now let's go and kill the Texans on Sunday and get this thing back on track. All right. Stay safe, our of our family. <laughs> Love your Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five time, five time, five time, plus one, plus one, plus one. Plus one. <laughs> how many, how many of those did I give? <laughs> There's a lot of one pluses. Too many. There's a lot of pluses. No, there's four pluses, right? Four, four pluses. And Paul just needs to win another one so we can yes. say five times, times two, call it a day. Winner of the Raiders <laughs> Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Paul. Paul. Shit. Paul. 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 Your name Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. So, Swag Jeff, as you were sitting there reading that email, I was admiring your shirt. So, uh, yes. and, and tell the folks, the uh, the audio listeners, about your shirt and where they could get one. The hottest selling shirt right now, currently on the Raiders Fan Radio Absolutely. Team. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Brought to you by Michelle's family and me. So, so yeah. So I'm wearing. If you're if you're on the audio right now, I'm uh, wearing our new Michelle shirt, and it is yeah, badass. You are. So respect to Jimmy Zbock yeah. for putting that logo together, uh, coming through again the guys freaking oh, guys awesome, awesome. and awesome there's stuff out yeah, yeah. absolutely and there, absolutely michelle's and got michelle's hers on rocking her you, gear as well and you can see her logo is there on the screen too for those oh, of you that are on the, nice. yeah, super super cool so nice. uh, appreciate so, yes. you jimmy Z, jimmy yes, z yes. and you can get a bunch of stuff i'm wearing the dadc shirt uh we got a bunch of cool stuff there in the t public mm-hmm. and shout out christina our our, our sales yep. lady at t yep. public and uh, they've taken really good care of us and uh we're gonna we're gonna send out we got some, so when we do these big giveaways that we're getting ready to do, we'll send out some extra, you know, because we get a lot of nice donations, and so we want to appreciate those, even if you're not a winner. And so we're, we're going to fire you out some totally. T-shirts. And, and Swag Jeff, one more time, tell them about the what we're doing uh, to raise that money before we jump into the voicemails. Absolutely. Well, so you can uh, you can support the One Nation Foundation just by buying one of these cool shirts. So you go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear, click the T-shirt link. That'll take you to our awesome Tee Public page where you can get any of the cool shirts, past, present, uh, not future yet, but uh, but yeah. So uh, so yeah. So get in the mix with that. We're also next week. Mark it down a week from today, uh, seven Eastern, four Pacific. We're doing another big push for the One Nation Foundation nice. with yeah. another signed Devonte Adams jersey. So yeah. So so it's gonna be Halloween here in the fan cave, and everyone's gonna be giving super chats and all that stuff uh, for another massive donation. We're also, if we raise enough money, we'll be giving away this bad boy too. This Invecta uh, Raiders watch. Uh, yeah, so cool. retail to four hundred bucks so it could be yours as well and if not we'll just do that offline and then also this uh this amazing super bowl football signed by every member of the uh huge Ra- they're big raider fans huge raider fans they're huge maroon raider five. fans yeah maroon probably. five yeah. yeah absolutely yeah absolutely i think adam levine is going to get a raider tattoo yeah oh, he can he? use all the support he can get right now too absolutely like- absolutely but instead of Raiders, it's going to say some other name or something like that, right? Isn't that what he was trying to do, naming his kid after his mistress or something like that? So, you know, whatever. Whatever. Do your thing, bro. That's right. 
All right, so appreciate all of you, Raider Nation. Uh, and so, yeah, you can email the show or you can call the show. Uh, every crew needs a captain. We call him the Capo, and he, uh, he's Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Always kicks off this segment, but since we're pre-recorded tonight, I don't have Aaron's call, but he will definitely uh, be on for next week's show for next Wednesday. So uh, we've got uh, 11 calls to get to real quick, and let's kick it off with a guy who we got to meet. Oh, uh, yeah. And sadly, I didn't get a chance to chat with him as much as I wanted to, uh, but we did get a chance to meet uh, our buddy who drove all the way from uh, New Mexico mm-hmm. all the way to Nashville, Tennessee to, to go to the Raiders-Titans game. Uh, so let's check in with our good buddy, Jesus Alvarez. Hey, Raiders fan radio. This is uh, this is me, Jesus Alvarez, um, a.k.a. Jesus Alvarez. Uh, first-time caller. Uh, I'm not good at speeches, and um, I suffer from a speech impediment. So I'm sorry, it's a speech impediment moment. So uh, I hope I don't f*** up. Anyway, um, uh, I've been with you guys since episode 90-ish, about there. Um, and uh, you know what? Um, shit. There's not a lot of teams that I that I, that I like uh, other than uh, the Raiders, of course. But uh, there's a lot of teams that I hate. And uh, I think the one that takes the cake is the, is the <laughs> Chiefs. So uh, uh, defense, we need you to show up. Car, we need you to put it on first. First gear, second gear, third gear, fourth gear. First gear, another touchdown. Josh Jacobs, run the ball down their throats. Break that fucking, uh, 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 Jackson record. Uh, uh, break that Napoleon Coffin record. 227 yards. We can do it. Special teams, we need something out of you guys too, man. Uh, tired of, tired of losing these punks, man. Anyway, I'll leave you guys with, uh, one more, uh, one, one more, one more, uh, quote here. Rick and Black will fly up like the boom, pop. Raiders, Raiders, rah, rah, rah. Nice. Nice job, dude. Excellent job on a first call, man. That was awesome, man. Good to hear from him. And I love the chant yeah, at the end. First awesome. time we've had a, a, a chant going on the show. He was on- cool. I actually did have a little conversation with him in Nashville, and I gave him some tips on the kind of makeup that you can use to stay longer because his makeup had faded. His, oh, his, okay. So, I, so I, I hopefully he took notes. Oh, right on. That's he awesome, really man. Nice guy, yeah, yeah, super cool guy. Super and so he calls back. Oh. Yeah, he called twice this oh. week. Hey, Raiders fan radio. Uh, hey, Raider Nation. It's me again, Jesus Alvarez, a.k.a. Jesus Alvarez. Hey, um, I just want to emphasize how much I'm tired of losing to these ketchup and mustard-wearing punks, man. I mean, walking around looking like Ronald McDonald colors. What the what the hell, man? Come on, Raiders. This is the chance over you, man. Tired of losing these punks. Look a pack of firecrackers. Raiders, raiders, raw, raw, raw. That's all I got to say about that. Oh, yes. <laughs> now I don't know if that was self gloss or not, but I'm kind of liking Raider Jesus. Uh, yes, I right. I like that, man. I like it. I uh, <laughs> so good stuff there from uh, from Jesus Jesus Alvarez. Also. Uh, did this amazing Hunter Renfro picture. Yeah, he yeah. sure did. Uh, yeah, good, good, good dude. All right, yeah. we appreciate him. So uh, then uh, up to, next, we've got a made man uh, who hasn't haven't heard from the show in a little while. He had some uh, health issues and challenges, and so uh, glad to hear that he is on the mend. We're always rooting for you, brother, and prayers up, as always. Let's check in with our good friend down in Talare. He is Running Bear. Hello, Mosh, Murph, Flag Jeff, Capo. All the main men and women out there and everybody else listening tonight. This is Running Bear. I just watched the game. And quite frankly, McDipshit, that's <laughs> taking off this team. We got to get rid of McDaniels. 
he is Mr. McDipshit for sure. Going for a two-point conversion when we could have tied the game. Hello. I know that we had all the bad calls oh. going on and that sort of stuff. And there's nothing there was perfect. He did make a good, some good calls during the game to get us where we're at. But for the most part, he's made so many bad calls over every single game. It he just he's he might be a good offense coordinator, but he's not a head coach. Just give it a make dip shit, and we might be okay. Anyway. We just got to take this bye week and do the best to recover, get everything squared around, and let's see what happens afterwards. Be here whether we're 1-16 and 16 or we wind up turning everything around. I'll be here one way or the other. All right. Hey, there nice. he is. Appreciate you. Good to hear from you, Running Bear. Uh, good stuff there. Yeah, I love that, man. He's going to be here no matter what. Uh, all right, so next up, we've got someone that uh, is this, I believe this is his second call. Thanks, so. uh, Relatively recent caller to the show. Let's uh, check in with our good buddy, Lucid Raider. My God, what a fucking shit show. This is Lucid Raider. Oh, uh, man, where do you begin? This is awful. Oh, fuck. I'm just venting. Sorry for all the cuss words and whatnot. I know, I know you guys be beeping. Like crazy, this is a terrible game, man. Just, oof, it looked so good at the beginning. I was so hyped, so, so happy, man. Damn it, shit the bed. Well, McDoofus, shit the bed, going for that two points at the end of the game. That just just killed it, man. There's a bunch, a whole bunch of shit. I'll leave it to another caller to break down everything, but, oh, this one hurts. My goodness, this one hurts. Uh Shit, well, uh, what really killed it was the biased announcers the whole freaking game. The worst. The whole damn game, when Cal, especially when Kelsey scored no. that touchdown in the fourth quarter, I believe. It was like about seven minutes, and uh, Joe Buck looked like he wanted to turn around and kiss Troy Aikman in his <laughs> mouth. He was so elated that he it looks like that most that times. This is as despicable as that damn two-point conversion at the end there. Why not give our defense a chance to Hello? stop uh, Hello? Mahomes over there? Weak. Anyhow, man, yeah, Damn. I'm out of here. Lucid Raider, this is some bullshit. Oh, I hate this shit. I'm out. <laughs> there he is, Lucid Raider. Nice. Nice job. Nice job. Call one more time. Yeah, man. Call us back, Lucid Raider, one more time. You could be the next made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. Totally. Uh, speaking of made men, uh, we've got another one on the on the, on the the docket here. We've got the Raider Critique. I hadn't heard from the Raider Critique in a hot minute. Yes. And, uh, and I, I believe he's still doing shows, too. So uh, help support our buddy, uh, the Raider Critique, by checking out his uh, YouTube channel. You know, guys, we did everything right that game. Offensively, we moved the ball. Defensively, they stood up as much as they possibly could before absolutely being gassed in the second half. The issue here is play calling. Derek Carr had pretty much a mistake-free day. You know, if, if, if you really want to think about, you know, that penalty that happened against him or that, that penalty that happened for him, it could have easily been a strip sack. You know, and that's really honestly what it should have been. Uh, Derek Carr should not have had a mistake-free game today, well, yesterday. But, you know, he did. He had a mistake-free game. And Devontae Adams put up over 100 yards. Josh Jacobs ran for over 150. And we still couldn't win the game. We go for it. We go for two when we could have tied the game, kicking the one-point conversion. To me, it just seems like Josh McDaniels is this smug, fat little prick. (laughs) 
who is way too egotistical to be a head coach. And I know we're not going to get rid of him now, but until Josh McDaniels humbles himself and stops making stupid decisions, Raider Nation, this is what we're going to deal with. This is the Raider critique. I'm out. Harsh. Yeah. Harsh criticism from the Raider critique, wow. man. Expect nothing less, man. Good stuff there from our buddy, the Raider Critique. Appreciate you, my friend. All right, so uh, <laughs> here's a, a sometimes crowd favorite, uh, my favorite cousin and yours. Oh. Yeah, Uncle Mosh's second favorite nephew. Uh, let's check in with my cousin, Sonny. Murph. Swag. <laughs> Didn't even get out of the gate. Shell, Capo. All the made men. Cousin Sonny. Murph, all day long, I help people logically figure out their life, right? As a therapist, that's what you do. So then, whenever I watch a Raider game, I have to disconnect myself from logic. Because if I was a logical person, I would have stopped rooting for this team a long time ago. How many times have we thrown out the excuse we're losing because our coach needs a few more years to get his system installed? For the last eight years, the excuse has been Derek needs more time to adjust. Derek needs a receiver. Murph, for 40 fucking years, the Raiders have been losers. After the 1984 season, since then, if you really think about it, we had a few good seasons in the early 2000s, and that's it. The Raiders have been a loser, a losing franchise, a laughing stock. Not just a loser, but they fucking reinvent ways to lose every fucking game. We used to be the kings of Monday night. Now we're fucking an embarrassment. And we're shoving cameramen, lowly, fucking minimum wage cameramen workers. We're shoving them after games. This team, Murph. I get frustration, but this is a new low. And it's to the point now where I'm calling Mark Davis into question. Mark Davis sold the soul of the Raiders to Las Vegas. We don't have home field advantage no more, Murph. We don't have home games. Go rewatch that Denver Broncos game. They were fucking louder for them than they were for us. And this is only going to continue. Mark Davis sold the fucking soul of the Raiders. They don't care about winning. All they care about is business. So, in that sense, I am no longer a fan of the Raiders team. But since I have so much fucking Raider gear in my closet, I can't afford to be a fan of another team. So, I am now a fan of the Raiders' business model. I think it's the best in the world. They have literally sold and duped people for 40 years based on something they did 40 years ago. Not me no more. Go Raiders in business. I... I don't even know if I'm going to watch games anymore. Because honestly, Mark Davis is the only person who gets direct blame for all of it. Hunter Renfro doesn't get, get 20 years of losing because he coughed up a fumble two weeks ago. Devontae Adams doesn't get 20 years of blame because he, he got pressed on the line and ran into Renfro. Derek Carr, as much as I want to blame him, he doesn't get the blame because he's only been here the last eight years. But Mark fucking Davis has been here all along. Mark Davis is the one who sold us to Vegas. Mark Davis is the one who brought in Reggie McKenzie. Mark Davis is the one who fucking threw $100 million at John Gruden before John Gruden never did anything except firing off racing females.
Mark Davis is the one who hired Josh McDaniel. Mark Davis is the one. Mark Davis is the fucking leader. And if our team continually sucks, you have to go to the top. Maybe there's a reason Mark Bedane dipped out all of a sudden. So all that to say, Murph, I'll always be a Raiders fan. I'm just more of a fan of their business model. Because for 40 years, they've kept me believing they could be what they were. And they're not. They just are what they are. And that is a a, a jump-the-shark franchise living off of what they used to be. And I'm tired of having to disconnect myself from logic when I watch Raider games. At no point in last night's game did I think we were going to win. Uh, and it's easy to say that now. I'm just putting it straight out there. I wouldn't lie about that. At no fucking point, Murph, did I ever think we were going to win because I just watched this for too long. And I love the, I love the positivity around Raider Nation. I love, the, oh, you know, next week, next week, next week. But I'm sorry. I just can't logically tell myself the Super Bowl run starts tomorrow. We're going to start winning games tomorrow. I've just seen too much. And I asked all of us in Raider Nation, when is enough enough? Or do we just blindly root for this team without ever calling into question the people who run it? I just honestly don't think they care about winning. I honestly don't. I think all they care about is making money. And I can't really fault them for that. No fucking I'm a big fan of the Raiders business model. <laughs> all right, there he is, Cousin Sonny. Yes. Pretty harsh criticism there, you know, and... I- but winning I, is the business model, though, so I, I still feel like we are headed in the right direction. I think but so. But I get it. I get that. You know, that right after, it was a few days after. And that's when he called. Tough, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even in his, in his email, it was bad, and then he, he cycled around, and then at one point he did say, I'm a fan of the Raiders, and then he yeah. said, I'm a fan of the Raiders' visit. Like it, so, yeah, those first few days. It's, it's rough. Tough, There's a lot man. of emotion it's in there, rough. especially it's in that rough. in that fashion, you know? Yeah. And, and this is like the time of the year I just start thinking about, like, winning cures everything. Right, right. Like, sure. this is like, because, you know, look, we've, we've picked on defense. We've picked on yeah. Derek. We've picked on, you know, Hunter and Devontae. We've picked on, now we're picking on Mark Day. Like, yeah. we're, that's, yeah, a, new, yeah, that's yeah. a new one. That's a new one. I don't hear a whole lot of people... You know, bitching I about. I don't know. Mark. He got a lot of heat when he Brian hired Gruden, Gruden, man. Yeah. Okay, well that was yeah, that was ca- before my time. That's yeah. true. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. he well, caught a lot of heat true. on that one, and and um, you, you know, and yeah, there was, and even some of the stuff around Reggie McKenzie and uh, yeah. and uh, how he kept him so long. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so no, there was definitely yeah. been heat on Mark before, and 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 honest, and then going really far back, Jeff, not long after Al passed oh. in 2011. When like the whole negotiation process with Oakland and all that kind of stuff, uh, Mark caught a ton of heat from Raiders fans back yeah. then about like you know I'll use this I hate even using this term because it was overused. He lacked business acumen oh, right. and like he wasn't he was the only one that was only an owner. He didn't have other outside businesses and okay he, like it, he, there was a lot of you know Tommy Boy type. Criticism oh, yeah. lobbied. I remember all that, Michelle. Like yep. there was, oh, yeah. it was a lot. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Now, of since they've been in Vegas, yeah. No, you haven't heard that until yeah. now, out of Sonny. Yeah. But um, but again, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not no, wrong. He's so not wrong. Uh, no, for sure not. And it is disheartening. Like it is. It is like when is it going to be our? Yeah. Time? When's when it, is yeah. It gonna exactly. Be our time? Yeah. Like, 
shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I get it. I get it. All right. Next up, let's check in with uh, with a good friend of the show. Uh, I believe this is first or second time calling. It's just been a long time since he called. Uh, this is our buddy, Elon. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to, to Murph, Uncle Mosh, Swag Jeff, Capo, the rest of the maid, man. This is this is Elon calling. <laughs> A-Dub, Raider. Uh, Raider Ambassador, I go by all of them. But anyway, I haven't called this show since uh, you and Swag was doing um, what was it? Tales from the Dark Side. I think I had called in about the whole Marcus Allen uh, theory as to why he got axed by Al Davis and all that stuff. But anyway, I just wanted to give my quick take on the game last night. First half looked good, looked promising, sort of promising, but I couldn't help but to get that tingling that the second half could have went to crap, and sure enough, it went to crap. But anyway, um, I want to give props to Derek Carr throwing down the field to Adams early. I thought that was great. Um, let me see here. Uh, and just he just showed a lot of heart last night. Um, the second half, that's when things went to crap. The refs started making bad uh, calls, especially that one where Adams caught the ball like near the sideline. He dragged his feet. They tried to say he didn't have good possession of the ball. I thought that was whack. Um, I saw Max Crosby constantly getting held, no calls. And then there was the infamous holding on a field goal play. Like, that just gave me, like, tuck rule vibes all over. Totally, yes. Like, that, totally. that was just, that was foul. But <laughs> on a positive note, again, Carr showed a lot of heart out there last night. Jacobs earned his keep. Uh, Max Crosby earned his keep. Um, on the negatives, I would say defense could have been a little bit more consistent against Mahomes. But overall, it wasn't horrible. Um, defending, you know what I mean? Anyway, uh, the fact that Matt Collins kept dropping passes, that, that didn't help either. Um, and then I would say, last but not least, going for that two-point conversion at the end of the fourth quarter. Hello. You and I are not on an island, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. No one knows. I probably would have just tried to tie up the game, but that's just me. I mean, they stand for, they stand by that call. They're the experts. I'm, sh I'm sure they're using analytics or what have you. It is what it is. And then last but not least, I would say Devontae Adams being really pissed about the slow start because I don't think he's had that kind of record being on the Green Bay Packers. Anyway, this is Elon again. I'm out. All right. There is Elon, nice. man. We appreciate you, my friend. Good takes there. All right. We got to get moving here. We're going to check in with our next caller. We got Storm. Hey, RFR Experience Storm. It's the day after. I wanted to talk about the loss in Kansas City. You know, I, I was thinking about this, right? Like, you take a look at our talent. You take a look at all the stuff we did in the offseason. You take a look at Josh McDaniels, and it's never one thing that kills us. Well, it is one thing, but it's different every single time. And that's what I think the most frustrating thing about this team that starts the season is, you know, we had started off. We were expecting, like, you know, or worse, we're going to be 3-2 and two going into the five, or 2-3 and three going into the five, right? We're going to be – we have expectations this year. This team is too talented to lose. 
You know, maybe there was concern about the offensive line and Josh McDaniels let play calling, but uh, it'll be fine. Look at how much talent we got. And honestly, you take a look at the season and you look at it like our, our perceived weaknesses have been okay. The offensive line is doing okay for how much they're paid. They're being, they're a bunch of cheap contracts. Can't expect too much out of them. And all in all, this offensive line is bad, but it's not garbage. It's, it's done enough to have DC time to give Josh Jacobs enough running lanes. All in all, you can't be too mad at the offensive line. It's performing as not as well as you could expect for a bottom of the barrel crew. You don't think Joshua Campbell's left card, and this is what gets me, right? Like, I have no problem with the decision to go for two. I think it actually indirectly helped us get the ball back because Andrew wasn't getting oh, to go for it. Oh, he agrees with you guys. Down. There we go. I look and at, Storm's you know, really smart. I call Absolutely. I if you look at our big moments in the season, they're running for a Best caller of the night. Oh, the I guarantee you he's not getting the damn sizzler. <laughs> I got the button for that, bro. Intersection back in the Chargers game before the half. Those are all the right plays in that situation. The problem is execution. So you can't sit there and say that, like, Josh McDaniel's play calling or culture hasn't really set in, because I think it has. The problem is that a different guy on the team sucks in one specific game, right? I've been really hard on Derek Carr. Derek Carr plays his best game of the season last night. He hit on him, which makes it three times more impressive because we know his struggles there. He was balling out last night, right? He has Devontae Adams wide open for the game-winning throw to set up Daniel Carlson a game-winning kick. And Daniel Carlson's going to make that. We all know it. The Chiefs know it. Everybody in the stadium knows it. And you know what happens? Devontae Adams bobbles the ball on the easiest catch of his life to win in their head, and he drops it. And that's the thing. You look at the you look at the Chargers game, it was Derek. You look at the Titans game, it was it was largely the defense and the offense couldn't make a comeback. You look at the Cardinals game, that's an entire team collapse. But, you know, right throw fumbles. I mean, you got to give a massive contract to you. In fact, the only guy that's performing is Max Crosby. And so I'm just sitting here, right, and we've lost, what, four games by combined 14 points. You're absolutely brutal. We might as well be the Las, Las Vegas Chargers at this point with how much we're charging up. We have a severe case of the Chargers this season. But, like, I look at everything going around, and it's like, Google Voice oh. has claimed you. Google <laughs> Voice. Oh, gotcha, Storm. Yeah, I guess who got Google Voice? <laughs> you know, that's on me. Oh, well, just, just to wrap things up, we have our talent. <laughs> that's on me. For whatever reason, it's a different guy. Sounds like Derek Carr. Yeah, that was Derek Carr calling in. It's just going to be difficult. <sighs> Go Raiders, I guess. Go Raiders. You know, we, we're not out of it yet. We're close, but we're so far away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> there you go, Storm. Time for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh, it's rough out here. Man. It's rough out here. All right. Next up, let's go. Uh, let's go down to uh, Alabama and check in with our buddy Josh down in the seven hundred three. Hey, fam. It's Josh. Hey, go balls! By the way, Josh from Alabama, oh. Josh seven hundred three. Whichever one Murph calls me today. Yeah, that game. That was a heartbreaker, man. I was sitting here on the edge of my seat watching that game. But I will – I try to look positively. You know, usually we go in Arrowhead, except for that one game, we get blown out. It's not even close. We are in it to win it. So I think the the bye week, which I usually hate, I think it's coming at a good time, you know, because that way they can look at everything, evaluate, and go, okay. Because it, I know it's just said before, but, you know, 
guys have to get on the same page. New coaching, new offense coordinator, new defense coordinator. So this might be allowed this might allow them to take a breath, say, Okay, had our first five games out the way and kind of look over everything and maybe build upon it. Because I think really once this chemistry starts going with, you know, the whole team, I think we might be unstoppable. But that's a big if. That's not going to lie. That's a big if. Uh, I'm not going to pass blame on here. Um, it sucks that the guys ran into each other. I don't know how we don't cover Kelsey four times and just wide Come open. Those on. That one bothers my mind, not going to lie. Um, but – it may not be in the show as much anymore, but I'm going to trust in Mastradamus. And I'm going to stick with that 12 and 5. Something tells me, you know, have faith and hopefully we can get it rolling like we need to. Um, love the therapy episode, by the way. That shit was funny as hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Since we don't have a team this week, uh, I sat there and thought about it for a second. I was like, this one, this one goes out to all the past present, and future callers of the RFR show, man, Google Voice. <laughs> yeah. Nice job, Josh. <laughs> he's funny, man. He's a great caller, man. We have a lot of great callers, yeah. but yeah, he's awesome, man. Appreciate you, Josh. In the Josh in Alabama in the 703. Uh, all right, next up, we got two more to get to. Let's check in with our good friend down in Houston. Uh, we call him the Houstonian, and he is Houston Raider Steve. Merck, Mark Nation, Swank Chris. This is Houston Raider Steve. How many reasons can I tell you that I can't stand? It's not easy being green. Yeah, yeah, for you, Patrick Mahomes. You're out there hot dogging and doing all that crap that you do. Look at me, look at me. I thought when I was growing up, I know Uncle Moss will agree with me on this. It was a team sport. You never try to show anybody up. You played with sportsmanship. Well, that, that doesn't quite happen with you, does it, my friend? You're out there doing all that stuff, and Max Crosby uh, headbutts you, and it doesn't take any of your crap. And then you go out there saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Andy Reid had to, you know, shut you up. You know, like Mr. Buffet, you know, I know all about Golden Crow. I just got back from there. I find Andy Reid go over there and fill up his plate 20 times. Then he had a Diet Coke. Fact. I'll tell you what, I can't stand that guy. He's such a hot dog. I don't even watch the Kansas City Chiefs whenever they're not playing the Raiders. The only time I watch them when they're playing us is during like the AFC Championship game. You know, it's not the fans, it's him. He's the public number one enemy. He's such an idiot. Can't stand the man. Get me with a spoon. That's all I got to say about this. I thought we played a good game, but we need to get Darren Waller healthy. Him and Moreau. We're in for a long season, man. It was great when we split the seams and everything, and uh, Adams got that touchdown at the end of the game. I'm glad they went for two. Have some balls. Anyway, hey, goodbye. Another smart man. There you go. Good job, Houston Raiders, Steve. <laughs> nice. Appreciate you. That's and those are if if as we've gotten to know Houston Raiders, Steve over the years, those are harsh words yeah. from Houston Raiders, yes. Steve. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. When he calls you a hot dog. Yeah. Oh, oh he he means it. He means it. <laughs> <laughs> Not playing. All right. Now, last up, we've got our good friend. Uh, he is the Raider Karaoke Kid. This is the Raider Karaoke Kid with a message for the referees in Kansas City. Take this flag and shove You ain't refing to hear no more Those horrible calls that you've been making Simply made my jaw hit the floor 
National TV audience saw what you were too bad to ignore. So take this flag and shove. Don't let your ass get hit by the door. It's the commitment. It's always the commitment. Monday working the Chiefs and all the nation was getting with fire. Until we fell victim to the chimpanzees in the black and white striped attire. The Chiefs were holding Crosby all night long, but he never could get the call. The only thing left to gain some relief was just to bury it in alcohol. (laughs) Take this flag and shove it. You ain't repping it here no more. Those horrible calls that you've been making simply made my jaw hit the floor. National TV audience saw what you were too bad to ignore. So take this flag and show. Don't let your ass get hit by the door. Oh, and it's not over yet. <laughs> Threw one flag on a side car as he was fumbling the ball away. Then you got the refs all huddled up and had to come up with the means to repay. Then on a missed field goal attempt, a flag comes flying in at the end. I hope you had a good time later with all that Kansas City money to spend. <laughs> Take this flag and shove it. You ain't repping it. I like to I like to have a mental picture that he's just sitting there playing the bass <laughs> on the edge of his bed. National TV audience saw what you were too bad to ignore. So take this flag and show. Don't let your ass get hit by the door. Take this flag and show. Bring it home. To the bridge. <laughs> this has been the Raider Karaoke Kid. Goodbye, Kansas City. All right, there's a Raider karaoke kid. All right, so the best of the best. We call them the Sizzlers. Swag Jeff, who do we have tonight? Oh, my gosh. So we started off with some great emails from Aaron in New Hampshire, T-Hom, and, of course, Paul. Uh, oh. voice uh, voicemails oh. yeah absolutely so, so the voicemails <laughs> kicked off uh we had a pair of emails from uh raider jesus jesus alvarez hey, yeah so cool Hallelujah. first f- first call uh had a couple of epic chants and he's so tired of losing to the chiefs uh running bear who calls uh <laughs> our coach mcdipshit <laughs> it's time to go we had a mcdipshit and a mcdoofus tonight <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah lucid raider called him mcdoofus and said what a shit show in kansas city i know you guys be beeping uh, <laughs> uh, Raider critique the offense looked great defense did all they could play calling sucked um, uh, it was it, we're in an ATL and we're not talking about Atlanta that's an all time low oh. yeah all time low so Cousin Sonny with a beep right out of the gate <laughs> why do we keep doing this to ourselves and he's a new fan of the Raiders business uh, Elon, his t- he gave us his take on the game uh, said that D, the D holding call on the missed field goal was foul 
uh, uh, Storm called, said, uh, this team is too talented to lose. Losing in different ways. Play calling's trash. Different players suck in different games. All that good <laughs> stuff. Uh, Josh and uh, the 703, the bye week came at just the right time. Uh, Houston Raider Steve said uh, he can't stand Andy Reid. He's such a hot dog. He's a hot oh, dog. Such a Harsh hot dog, man. Yeah, yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. Yeah, beep him out next and the Raider, yeah. karaoke <laughs> kid, Raider karaoke kid with an epic song. Uh, tonight, I am going to give the sizzler to a man that says... Man, F Google Voice. It's yeah. Josh in the 703. Hey. I am the Sizzler. Josh. Uh, Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. From The Walking Dead to Aaron Jedi Knights. Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Doofus. So we appreciate you, Raider Nation, checking us out here tonight uh, at Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 267. Please, if you would do us a favor, patronize us on any audio podcast. Appreciate all of our YouTube listeners, of course. But if uh, if, you, if you haven't yet, uh, subscribe and download uh, the audio podcast. You can find that on any podcast service, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Ask Your Internet Connected Device, you name it. We're there, so we appreciate you very much. Don't forget to show up next week when we're giving away a bunch of cool stuff and raising a bunch of money for the foundation. And it's Halloween, so dress up! Yeah! Absolutely, man. Hey, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, this is so much fun. Thanks for all the emails, the calls, all that stuff. All the people that I'm sure are in the chat watching this. Uh, thanks for watching. That was nice. Yeah. That was really nice of you to do. And hey, make sure, yeah, like Murph said, tune in next week. We're giving this bad boy away. Every $10 donation uh, via Super Chat gets you one poker chip. We're going to be doing a big... We're we're going to bring it home in a big way for the One Nation Foundation. Thank you so much. Michelle, what do you got tonight? Listen, Raider Nation, don't lose hope. Like, it's not over. It's not over. Hang in there. Preach. I know what's yes. happened in the past. You got to let it go. Move forward. That's it, man. That's it. Absolutely. Hey, so for Murph and uh, and my bestie Michelle over here, thanks for thanks for tuning in, man. This was this was so much fun. Great episode. Uh, we'll see you like, live next time. We'll see you live next time. Hey, leave a comment uh, at the end of this video once it's concluded. Leave a uh, leave a message right there. Tell us how good or bad we were tonight. Anything like yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and let us know if everything sounded good, looked oh, yeah. good, all that stuff because we did the whole we redid the whole thing. That's right. So so yeah. We brand new up in here we brand new brand man new. matthew and daniel mangus this is not uncle masha's chair yeah oh but it is another episode of raiders fan radio where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side and don't forget boys and girls what happens in vegas started in oakland i miss oakland me too I miss oakland yeah adios malinger peace good on youtube goodbye Hot dog. <laughs> 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 Harsh. <laughs> <laughs>